honor, I got to say something. Lightweight stepping aside when we come in. Feel it in your chest, the syllables get pumping. People on the street to panic and start running. Words on loose leaf sheet, complete coming. I jump on my mind, I summon the rhyme of dumping. Healing the blind, I promise to let the sun in. Sick of the dark ways, we march to the drumming. Jump when they tell us that they want to see jumping. Fuck that, I want to see some fist pumping. Risk something, take back what's yours. Say something that you know they might attack you for. Cause I'm sick of being treated like I had before. Like a stupid standing for what I'm standing for. Like this war's really just a different brand of war. Like it doesn't cater to rich and a fan of war. Like they understand you in the back of the jet. When you can't put gas in your tank. These fuckers are laughing the way to the bank and cashing a check. Asking you to have compassion and have some respect. For a leader so nervous in an obvious way. Stuttering and mumbling for night news to replay. And the rest of the world watching at the end of the day. In the living room laughing like Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck and I will be your host. And we're here, we're late, we're here. I don't know what happened. The link wasn't working. We're just, we've been a hot shit mess since we've been back from vacation. It's just been a mess. I, I can't get my shit together. Hello, Party of Logic. How are you, my beautiful friend? I'm good. I'm great. It's been beautiful weather here in Iowa. I don't know about anybody else, but we've had great weather. Yeah, great. If you like the bowels of hell, that's great. That's what great are you stuff. talking about? What I don't know. North Iowa has been absolutely gorgeous. So what what is your high there? Today it was like 80. Oh God. We were at like 101. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. It was like yeah. a nice breeze. It was perfect. Took a nap on the porch. It was beautiful. It was like the perfect weather. <laughs> Sorry. It was. I, I am going to no, it's fine. You know what? I'm not gonna take any of it personally at all in the slightest. But I, on top of having issues with this, I'm also having some issues with my Wi-Fi. So as soon as I am going to connect it to, no, I'm not apparently because it's not gonna. Let's all let's all to this. look how great shipwreck looks tonight. Just... She's got a fancy shirt on and long. Her hair is down. I like I literally did not have like a Star Wars shirt on, and my hair is like in a messy bun. Like it did not represent well. I didn't get the message that we were supposed to look nice tonight. Look how nice she looks. Well, like I said, like I was on vacation, so I hadn't, like, we went, we went camp and we went to Yankton, South Dakota. I don't know if you've ever been, we stayed mm -hmm. on the river and the lakes. And I showered like twice the whole time I was there. I smelled like fish. So by the time I got home, uh, I was ready to shower and, and be clean. So yes. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm tan, but you know, like in Iowa, Iowa people don't tan. We just like burn <laughs> and then our freckles connect. And then we just look like the muddy river to which we spend our time in. Right, 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 right. It does. Right. No, honestly, my daughter, I felt so bad. We are, she, she, we were on the, she was on the boat with her friends Thursday and, mm -hmm. and yesterday she literally, she's so in the eighties, we had that, it was called zinc. It was like this stuff you could put on your face where it, you didn't mm -hmm. rub in the sunscreen. You just kind of kept it like on your face and your nose. She had to put that on her nose and not rub it in because she literally had blisters on her nose mm -hmm. that she, and, and she was only outside for a few hours and she did put sunscreen on like three different times. So yeah, we are. Yeah. It's like two different, it's either white or burnt. Yeah. That's what we are too. And then like, I've got, so my whole back is blistered up the same thing. And it's like these little micro blisters. And so every time I go to touch it, like yeah. they all pop and then yep. your shirt gets, it's disgusting. Yeah. Look, it, look, and I think it's just Iowa too. I don't think anybody else probably suffers from this. I think it's the Iowa yeah. sun. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah, it's still, it's, it'll be fine towards the end. You know, and both my sons work at the uh, their lifeguards at the pool, and they literally forget how white they are the first couple of days, and they're about three hours in, and they look down, and they're like, "Oops!" And, and they think they learned right. by now. Yeah, they learned by now how how white they are. And they're just like fried to a crisp. They come home and I go, you know, listen, at this point, you're too old for me to like remind you to lather up. It's your own fault. It's your skin. It hurts my heart to look at them, but I'm like, mm -hmm. you've got to figure this out at some point. Get your life figured out. I'm going to switch over. <laughs> are we back yet? I see you now. We are back. Okay. We're good to go now. I'm a hot mess. Hello. Welcome to the live. It's good to see you. Yes, we're here. You don't look here. a hot mess, so that's good. I'm, I'm feeling it. The sun is different these days. I don't know how. Have you ever dabbled in the conspiracy theory that, like, the sunblock causes cancer and all of that jazz? Have you ever looked into all that? What are your thoughts? Do you think it does? Like, 
I, so, I don't think it doesn't. Does it? So throughout this whole pandemic, one of the things that is really like some of those rabbit holes and conspiracy theories that I haven't like super delved into, like just kind of, I just kind of like tipped a toe into is just like all of like the vaccines, the medications, um, and then some of these products that we're like ingesting or putting on our skins or however, you know, whatever we're taking. And one of them, it's so funny that you ask is, so I saw this TikTok. It was some, I don't know if it was yesterday or this week about somebody had this app and somebody might be able to know what this app is. I'm sure there's a few of them where you put, you take a picture of the ingredients of anything. It could be food, it could be makeup, and it tells you kind of like what are the toxic things that are in them or because it gives you a grade. And it's amazing how many things like just makeup alone is bad for you and you're putting it on your skin. Right. And one of them was like lip gloss and how like just Vaseline is petroleum jelly or petroleum. Mm -hmm. And you're not supposed to ingest petroleum and we're putting it on our lips. And a lot of medications are petroleum based and we're ingesting them. Now, obviously, there's a difference between about the volume of petroleum, right, that you ingest. Right. Well, so a lot of people are like, yeah, a lot of lip glosses are based on petroleum. So you're not supposed to use those. So I was at a farmer's market today and they said a lot of the the stuff you're supposed to use is um, coconut oil is what you're supposed to do. A lot of the okay. homemade stuff is. So I bought two like locally made lip glosses that were, no, obviously you can probably get tint, um, but this is just regular. So yeah, I have looked at, because a doctor said to me just recently, he said, if you live long enough, you'll get cancer. And I'm like, well, that I said to him, I'm like, oh, well, that, that's not nice. Hey, and he goes, that's optimistic. Yeah, that's exactly. I was like, <laughs> and he goes, well, it's true. And I said, well, I kind of feel like it's stuff that we're doing to ourselves, whether it's the stuff, the fertilizer, the things we put on. And this is, to me, I don't feel like a doctor said this. I don't think it is like a conspiracy thing. I think that and I have heard that about sunscreen. And they said that woman said that in her, in her uh, TikTok, that if you take a screenshot on this app of a lot of the sunscreens, it is insane and some of the you know obviously you do need some vitamin d like they even said that during the pandemic with covid that one of the things that is a fighter for for not just covid but for natural health to keep your Mm -hmm. immune system strong is vitamin d obviously in within reason like right you don't want to get like burnt. yeah because you can you can od on vitamin d too like you can get you can get vitamin d poisoning right Uh, i actually i read a lot of stuff about it yeah so i think like absolutely i think we're definitely doing things to ourselves uh, I think there's obviously a lot of things in our country that we allow that other countries do not as far as like things in our food products. Um, so, yeah, I've definitely and I've never I, I've had friends that don't allow their kids to do any of those, um, like any dyes, you know, especially the red dye. And I always thought that they were like, oh, gosh, that's crazy. You know, like kids eat whatever they want. And now I'm trying to think like because I don't think the red dye was necessarily dangerous to their um, health. It was more like it created them to have ADHD, like it made them more hyper and things like that. But um, it's so funny because I had this conversation with the people at the farmer's market. There was like three people standing there and we started talking about how years and decades and decades ago, when you can go in that rabbit hole, which maybe you have about how we used to, all this stuff used to be holistic and used to be natural and organic. And we used to, and then all of a sudden these really rich men got together and that's when this whole medicine, the medicine changed. And we started talking about this big, the the medical um, community and these, all these um, big, um, like the, the colleges came where people would go to, to, to get educated. And then the big right. pharma happened and all the money behind backing all these, the, these big pharmaceutical companies. And we started to go away and all these people that were doing all these natural things and all these natural remedies were like made to be like just nuts that they were nuts. Yeah. They were, crazy. They, they burned them at the stake. They were yeah, crazy. They were like, and now, and then they were like hippies and they were like, Oh, they're so crazy. They're so funny. They're just goofy. And now I feel like there is a pushback to doing natural remedies, which I really like. And now, obviously, now listen, and in, in saying this, there, I'm not saying there isn't room to have, yes, we do need some of these extra, like medications. Western I'm not saying medicine, that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's room for that and there's space for that. But I feel like we just automatically go to those things. Like one of our friends has, they sell honey. And one of the things I learned is you're, I'm not saying you shouldn't buy honey wherever you go, but the most important thing is to buy honey. I'd learned this where you live. Because the bees are pollinating the plants and flowers and the um, the vegetation where you're at, and that's important right. for your immune system, which is which I didn't know. And so we buy literally one of my husband's students' families, um, one of my yeah, 
uh, own a, they, they literally have hives all over in different farms. And so we buy it by the half gallon and I'm like, Oh, go tell Marcus, we need to tell his parents. And so he brings it to school and we give him 20 bucks and he gives us a half a gallon mm-hmm. of honey. And whenever we have a sore throat, we mix it with really hot water and we drink that and our sore throat goes away instead of me going to the store and getting, you know, a decongestant and getting over the counter drugs. So that was a long description. Anyway, what have you, I mean, no, it's fine. I think, it, no, and, and we're kind of in the same boat. We, we, I don't know when I'm wheeling over here. Like I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis many, many years ago. And, and one of the things that I struggled with, I didn't even really struggle with the MS ever. Really. I struggled with the medication. Like and my hair would fall out and my, my cycle got all messed up. And then my digestive system, my digestive system still isn't the same. And from what I understand, it probably is never going to be again. Interesting. And it was all from these medications. And just in the last two years, we started to go through kind of this journey of things. And really it was COVID that really kind of stopped me in my tracks with a mm-hmm. lot of things on the medical community. I've had pretty shitty experiences with, with uh, members of the medical community, probably more shitty than good to be really honest. And so I was already kind of biased. I already don't like going to the doctor. I don't like going to the dentist. And it's not because I'm scared or anything like that. Every seemed like every three out of the four times I went, it was just a really bad experience. And so we started to kind of get away from this. And I started to really research like multiple sclerosis, inflammation, how your food affects it. Vitamin D is a big thing. People who are diagnosed with multiple sclerosis are low, low, low in their vitamin D and multiple sclerosis. There was a study that came out where uh, I want to say like 60% of the people in the country, don't quote me on that, but 60% of the people in the country who have multiple sclerosis originated from like the Midwestern area and from like your Northern area that it stays colder, it stays darker for longer. Um, and it had something to do with like the vitamin D deficiency. And oh, so they were always putting me on, on vitamin D. I've been taking vitamin D since as far back as I could remember. And we started to get, I was on a drug called, and I can't even think of the name of it now, but it, I had to do it twice a year. And it was basically like a cousin to chemotherapy and it, destroyed one part of your immune system that supposedly caused the overreaction, but left the other part of your immune system. But it started to get really funky during COVID because I was set to have my injection when COVID hit. And my doctor was not recommending anybody come in to have their infusion because of COVID fears, Mm -hmm. right? Which Mm -hmm. is understandable. But I had concerns because I'm like, well, I don't want to go out of remission and da, 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 da. She's like, well, it's fine because actually this medication will stay in your system for a year. And I thought, well, that's odd. That doesn't make any sense. Why you got me taking it twice a year then if it will stay in my system for a year? Right. Why am I paying right, for right. this twice a year? But, it, you know, and after that, I really started to research what was in this medication. Then I really started to research a lot of people who were managing their MS uh, via holistic means, such as their food, their stress, their meditation, um, just all kinds of different things. And I quit taking the med. And and we kind of changed the way that we were doing things. Or I kind of changed the way I was doing things. and. I just had a scan, um, what, like a month ago, a month and a half ago, I had to go to Omaha. She's, she's in Omaha now at the Nebraska Family Medical Center or whatever. And uh, my scan was clean. <laughs> the, the lesions that I even had before were healing. And she, I don't know, like she, I, I tried to tell her and she didn't really want to hear it. She, she wanted me back on the med because I told her I wasn't going to go back on it. She wanted me back on it and she was like, well, you're probably going to be disabled if you don't. But then we did the scan and I came back and I'm like, so it's clean. Like it's, you know, and she really didn't have anything to say, but she was not happy. And I left kind of upset because I was mm-hmm. really hoping she would at least direct me into a place uh, where I could maybe get some help holistically. And then maybe not trying to be out here figuring out on my damn own. You know what I'm saying? Right, she really right. did. She put the wall down. So COVID did it for me. And do you think COVID did it for, do you think that's what kind of started this whole I don't movement backwards into the way that things were. I hundred percent do. Like, it's so funny. You, you, when you said like the side effect, you, right in your beginning of what you said, like, I feel like sometimes the side effects are worse than what the original yeah. problem was. And it makes things actually some of the long-term effects worse than what I originally, you originally had. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that COVID opened my eyes to a lot of things. You and I have talked about this before or mm-hmm. a lot of my videos where I think if, and same with like, and I'm not a Trumper. I mean, people are like, just because you are not a fan of Biden, you just assume that people, you're a Trump fan. I'm not right. saying he didn't do great things or anything like that. I just, I'm not saying I didn't vote for him. I'm just saying like, they just assume, but I think that I'm almost, and I don't think this is crazy to say, I, I think it's a good thing that Trump wasn't elected because I think 
if he hadn't been, and maybe we talked about this, I think a lot of people's eyes wouldn't have been open to a lot of things. I think the same with the pandemic. And I think that there were a lot of things that happened during COVID um, that there was a, there was things happening that if COVID, the pandemic, Trump not being elected hadn't happened, our eyes wouldn't have been open. So in a way I'm grateful, like when I opened up my company, the things that had happened before it, when I, the, the, the trajectory I was on, it was fine. I was, it was doing great with what I was doing, but some really bad things happened. And my mom said, you know, so, sometimes life has to get really bad before it gets really good. And she was mm-hmm. right. I'm super happy where I'm at. And some things really bad had to happen before they got really good. And so sometimes th- to put your pers- things into perspective, some things have to happen. And I'm so kind of in a way glad that that had to happen. i always been a proponent of if you want to get whether it's the COVID vaccine or whatever it is whatever medication whatever vaccine it is if you want to get it because you think it's best for your health and your family and your body then get it I've never said don't get it I've never no one can ever say that I never said that Mm -hmm. I I just personally for our family and our family's decisions we just which we chose not to get it but you should never get it because it was going to keep you from losing your job um, because you were able to go on vacation or go do a concert or it's going to make your life easier. No, mm-hmm. you should only get any of any medical treatment because you think it's good for your body. And the fact that people were getting bribed and were being threatened and were being manipulated. So I think for, for, for me, I hope people's eyes were open. Obviously I still see videos where people, I just saw a woman in Canada that I was like, uh, I got the vaccine. Cause I'm a good person. I'm like, are we still here? Like, are but we're we still, still here. This? I know. I know. I Biden fell off his bike this morning. And I'm like, look at this fool. And everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, but like the CDC just recommended COVID shots for everybody, uh, like for babies. I think infant stages, they want to say five months and under. They not only they so they not only approved it, but they recommended it. It just went through today. But I'm like, yeah, but Biden fell off his bike. Let's talk about that. Like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't want to. I know. I'm so over it. Because, like, here's, here's, mm-hmm. and I did a video on this with a different account. And it got, it was an old account. And it got, um, violated community guys to take it down. And I asked my, my, my cousin who's a pharmacist. Like, she actually teaches in a pharmacy school. Mm-hmm. The, if I decided right now, even though I'm not vaccinated, if I decided to go get the vaccination, my, the two vax, the two shots are for the original covid strain so we are like we are two years away from that we are like strain after strain like the omicron variant after variant right Right. like why would i go get that's why when they they don't even talk about breakthrough cases anymore that's why there's so many people getting it out and getting it like why would if you're going if you want to motivate people to get listen i don't want to give them any like ideas but if you want to motivate them you might want to change the serum you might want to change the chemical makeup to what the new like like you said like the flu shot they change it every year for what the new flu variant is like i don't understand why i would get something that doesn't work anymore like that doesn't i don't even and so i said that in a video when it got taken down for misinformation and i'm like it's not misinformation i literally talked to my cousin before i did it and i talked to my friend who actually works at a one of the um plants that makes the serum that makes actually one of the shots for one of the one of the pharmaceutical companies i'm like have you changed this in the last two years he goes no it's the literally the exact same formula and i'm like well then why would i get it that doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. It does nothing. Mm-hmm. They said she did say the booster does. It's like that has changed. I'm like, okay, but okay. the original one hasn't. So like, why would I get it? Like, yeah, but and and when this kind of takes you back too, because I I'm I'm old enough to remember, or it's still young enough to remember when we didn't have flu shots. Like I'm I'm old enough to remember when that started to originally roll out, and I was like, no, oh, I ain't get no. Like, and I really didn't think nothing of it other than I'm not getting one because I didn't like needles at the time. That was my big thing. I'm okay. Not- so let's talk about that. Okay. I've never gotten the flu shot and it's not because I was no. against it. I was just super lazy. And my kids had never gotten, I was like, eh. and then we, then we, then we just never got the flu. And I was like, oh, we don't need it. Whatever. And we got the flu. We'll, we'll be fine. But no one was ever mad at me for it. No, no. one ever was angry at me. People died from getting the flu. Mm-hmm. So why are they so angry for me not getting, why are all of a sudden, I mean, obviously it's because the media told them to be angry, but like. It's it's interesting to me psychologically. I just feel like we're part of this whole psychological experiment, mm-hmm. and and people are I fine agree. with it. I don't. Okay, so I have a question. This is totally throwing. Yeah. This is totally off topic. But I saw a video yesterday that I want to talk about. I've been wanting to talk sure. about somebody about it. So I saw this video of this drag queen that said, 
why is it important for you to bring kids to our drag shows? Like, why, why is it, why do you want to do that? Is it because it shows that you're cool, that you're, you're inclusive, that you're woke, that you're so like liberal, like, yeah, look at me. We're, we're in clubs. Like it's 18 and mm-hmm. over, like to get into our drag. Yeah. It's like going to a strip show or a burlesque show. It's mm-hmm. an adult entertainment. Why are you showing your kids? We don't want you there. We, I don't understand why it's important. And it's, uh, and this is what, this is great. When he said this, he said, we already have a bad connotation with being pedophiles. And now you're mm-hmm. bringing your kids to a very sexualized show. Cause let's be clear. There are, there are uh, drag queens that, that dress in drag and they're not sexualized, but a lot of these, I, I love drag shows. I love, I do too. We, to drag we go shows, all the time. So this is not mm-hmm. like transphobic, homophobic, like against anything. And yep. And they're like, we don't want you there. This is, it is sexualization and we don't want your kids there. So you're not doing us any favors by promoting children to be there. Stop. You're not doing our community any favors. And I loved it. And so I had this conversation. So I'm going to Vegas with one of my best friends and he's been married to the same guy for, well, they've been together for 20 years. And I had a conversation with him and I said, so he's super liberal. His husband is super conservative. I love him because he throws shit on Facebook. Like every, he'll like go to, he'll throw it out on Facebook and then he'll go to bed and just like wake up to this shit storm that he's created. Right. And, um, and so people are always like, how can you have such different political views and get along? I'm like, you can you just FYI, you can. But I said, do you ever get angry at this new, like these younger gay community that, that just kind of is creating so much drama. And he's like, you know, he wants everyone to get along. And he's like, I emceed this, this um, fundraiser at their local gay bar. And he's like, I got the microphone. I'm like, all right, everybody, LGBTQ, LMNOP. I can't even keep up with the alphabet anymore. And he goes, I laughed. And he goes, I really, I don't say anything about it. And I said, you know what, Brian, I'm a little worried about your community because if you guys don't start speaking up, I feel like it's going to take some backward steps because people who mm-hmm. supported your community that are not part of it, that they're not LGBTQ plus, but have always supported it are going to be like, you know what? I'm getting so much hate. I mean, like I've been called transphobic and homophobic and I've I been a supporter of that community forever. And I'm, I'm almost like, you know what? I support my friends that are gay and lesbian and by, but I'm now I'm not going to like, like physically support you guys or be go to your, like, because I'm, I can't, you're not supporting me. You're not like sticking up for me. And mm-hmm. I feel like I said to him, I go, you're going to have to almost, your community is going to have to be like, stop to this young community that's ruining it for you. Because for right. you, I said, you guys want to just equal rights, right? You wanted to be able to get married. You wanted to be able to adopt. That's what, to- that's what pride was all about. Like, right. That's what it was. And somehow it got hijacked and turned into this sexual show. Kink. Yeah. Like it's gotten yep. I go and tell you guys, you guys have got to start speak, your community because when we when we speak out against it, we're called homophobes, transphobes, all all names of the, everything. Yep. Your community needs to start speaking out against it because they not want it to be treated special. They don't want they don't want to be treated equal. They want it mm-hmm. to be treated special. And this has got to stop. Did you see that video? It was so funny. I, I should send it to you. I, I don't know if I sent it to you. Where it was a gay guy and he goes, you know, when we were voting for. He goes. I was in the back. I was in the South, and they were voting for gays to be married. And I saw this this old conservative like, I don't. We shouldn't do this because if we mm-hmm. do this, then it's going to be guys who are going to come out of the woodwork, and they're going to have the weirdos who are going to want to do like work, get married, and they're going to want to do this and do that. And he goes, and he goes, and now we got people who are trans handicapped, like trans. Uh, what is it? Uh, people are, are purposely saying that they're trans. They're able, trans abled. Like they're literally okay. making sales. A girl put stuff in her eyes to make herself blind so she could be. I've disabled. seen that, yeah, because yeah. she she was identifies born with, as being disabled. She yeah. was born with a disease like that made her feel like she was supposed to be. Some guy had it with his leg too, like he had his leg amputated, his perfectly Correct. healthy leg. Right. But he that his mind had him convinced that he wasn't. Supposed, it was that's weird. Right. And so it's this like, guy's like, maybe this that maybe that old guy was right. Maybe we opened a Pandora's box. He goes, was marriage that important? He goes, maybe we didn't shouldn't have done what we did. And it was so funny. And he was doing it in jest. And I like that he's able to like we can like you know he was able to have this conversation. But I am. I mean that community needs to say stop. They're, I feel yeah. like they're the only ones that can actually do anything about it. I, as and a straight I, well, white woman, I can't do anything about it. 
I, I don't understand. I, I can't. I can't wrap my head around the concept of taking your young child into a drag show. I've been to lots of drag shows. I've put lots of money in lots of G-strings. I have done, but I was 20, I think, in my first one. And I, well, I could never bring, I would never bring, I can't let my kid, and remember when, when Cinemax wasn't allowed to play certain videos and movies until midnight when it became Skinamax? Right. And even right. then it was like, Skinamax. yeah, it was like half nude. Like you were <laughs> like, but now they're encouraging people to bring these children. This is nothing like, I don't understand. And every time I think about this, I go back to conservative aunt. I don't know if you know a conservative aunt, yep. he was on Newsmax this week. Made a huge splash on Newsmax, um, speaking out about kind of about the same thing that you're you're talking about, yep. and how he feels like his community's voice isn't being heard uh, because it's being over, like overdrawn by all of this other shit that's going on. Right. And there are concerns that this is going to to really really backfire. Mm -hmm. And and the reason I said it, you're gonna talk like they're gonna get mobs of people. It's gonna go way like like way to like the, the pendulum. They're start, Absolutely, they're gonna they're gonna start labeling. You're gonna get your far far right people who are gonna start labeling them all as pedophiles, right? You know, just and you've got your you know you got the extreme on, and that can get really really dangerous. And I've I've extremes on both sides are not a good correct. thing, right? Correct. And I do I don't think I don't I don't understand the 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 idea behind the drag show or the drag queen story hour either having a drag queen come to the school. Why not have you know, as much as I, you know, like some of these, they like, go politics with it, but you could have like conservative aunt come in and, and read your kids or talk to your kids about politics or, you know, American history or some left, you know, gay professional person come in and talk and just have them be present. You know, I don't understand why it has to be this sexualized thing. Why can't it be more of like a success thing or like, you know, right. you know, and, or maybe sharing their story right. about how hard it was for them to come out and, and. You know, anti-bullying or queen, something like that. Right. You could have a drag queen present reading a book. It doesn't have to be a drag show. Because they always say, like, I've never seen somebody like me. Okay. Well, you don't have to. Because in one of the drag sh shows I saw where kids were, in the background, it, there was a big sign that says, it won't lick itself. And I'm like, I know. Hey, I saw that one. Like, okay. So, what like, let's. Fuck? Yeah. Like, let's. You can have yeah. people represented, drag queens, gays, like, mm -hmm. and not have them actually do a drag show. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even understand, like, I, I'm sure you've seen, like, some of these pride pride parades where they're literally, things are hanging, like, their their breasts, their their ass, their genitals too, coming yeah. out. And I'm like, mm -hmm. and there's kids that are waving parade. That I'm like, okay, this is, why has it gone from, like, you and I talked about being prideful for being who you are to now it's sex? Like, I don't mm -hmm. understand why. And, and again, it's a bad, it's a bad look. If you want to be accepted for who you are, why is it about sex like i you know you, you can talk about you it was about what happens with my body right it was happens like just like puberty i don't know why we have to talk about sexual attraction that that's that shouldn't be something we talk about in school and i right. and i get like there's probably some families that don't talk about that at all um but now with like i just feel like with the tv and phones and things think about what's available you're gonna to learn kids. It. oh my yes. gosh with you and me like mm -hmm. i i saw maybe on hbo and like cinemax and maybe there were some magazines in my father's office as den but other than that there was nothing for me to see like and we imagine... still learned way before sex ed like oh. i knew what sex was long before sex ed before and we didn't have any mm -hmm. of this kind of information so nope. to say that it has to be why do we this have to be done in school why why i don't understand why we're pushing so much of this information to be done at school i i don't why can't they just teach reading writing arithmetic shapes and colors like i don't understand why is there so much push not just on sex but like activism like if there's if things that need to be done if you want them to be political and talk about socio like things in the society that can be done privately like as a family you don't need to do that at school they you don't need to have them or have a club have a club absolutely that does this kind of thing it should they're, not they're be done doing individually it. in the classroom i completely agree especially agree. At a, that's such a low level like like my husband like they have clubs in the in the high school level but elementary school i don't understand why we're trying to make them not be kids like i don't understand why we're trying to push okay there i want to ask i'm going to show you this i was going to do a video on this i just didn't know how to say it where some people were like oh there's um i saw this on somebody's um on somebody's facebook 
and I was going to do a video on it because I feel like one of the problems we're doing right now is we're making kids weak. I think we are. Yes, so I agree. So it says this, I don't know if you could read it backwards. So yep. what if instead what is, of relying, yep, relying yeah, you on can, children to be resilient, we create a world that is less traumatic. I like, and yeah, I've seen that. That's okay. I disagree with that. I but, think my kids. Yeah. I think we're, because there's always, always going to be that though. You know yeah, what I mean? Like make, you're not going to change the world. Right. We, we have need to warriors. make them resilient. The problem is we're not making kids resilient. Now, listen, uh-uh. I'm not saying trauma. Like, listen, I'm not saying obviously we Beat need to protect them. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying like there's some trauma that we need to protect them from. Obviously I'm not saying that, but like the problem is I feel like as parents, we've protected them too much from things mm-hmm. that they just, they need to figure out on their own. And we have not made kids resilient enough. And that's why they're living in their parents' basement up to 27 years old. <laughs> let me, well, let, let me ask you something. So do you think this has to do, cause I, I can remember like when my parents, my parents divorced, both my parents worked, you know, and we were genics kind of just were there. We just kind of existed. But do you think after like our generations, so we talk about the next generation, do you think that had to do with maybe throughout these last couple not having a father figure at home because divorce kind of became a thing. I remember then it was um, like the, the, the single moms. I remember that being like a whole like movement on, there were groups on Facebook, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you remove the father figure from the home, you kind of remove that. I don't know, like that, that, that teacher uh, to be resilient, to be kind of, uh, um, you know, like it's usually, and I can think of like just my husband's and my dynamic now, because my kids are, they're going to go back to school this year. They're going to start a new school. It's Cowtown school. They don't wear masks. They don't even, they still say the president believes this. They still do all this stuff. This is weird, different kind of setting, but I'm really like anxious. I'm like, what if they don't like it? Then, you know, well, Holmes, he's like, we're not going to do this. He's like, you're going to just let, we're going to drop them off and they're going to go in and they're going to go in by themselves. And I'm like, but I want to hold, you know, so I kind of, but I'm kind of that way. Like I am a mother bear. Like I, I, that kid picking on you, I'll, I'll go up and kick that kid across the hall. I got no problem doing it. Like we don't do that here. So where my husband's like, you're going to have to go figure it out. Like go and go figure it out. So do you think that maybe that's where a lot of like the differences, because we did, we, we had, I, all of my friends growing up in my twenties were single parents. Like there was a lot of us. And I, I feel like there was like a wave of this um, where marriage wasn't really, you know, you, you, it was like the one night stands. I think we talked about this last time too, the, the hooking up the one night stands and then, you know, somebody getting, you know, her getting pregnant. And then there really wasn't any kind of marriage. You know what I'm saying? Do you think right. that has something to do with the way that kids are right now is just because they don't have that like authoritative figure at home to kind of make them be a little tougher, I guess. I think obviously you can have fathers that are not good examples at home. So just because you have a mom and dad that are married, that doesn't mean that that's a really good example of a father. I know that my, my husband was raised by a single mom and um, we do not get along. So my mother-in-law, so I can't say that. Um, But but she did a great job of raising her kids as far as like they had males in their lives that were great examples. Now that could go mm-hmm. the other way, right? They could have males mm-hmm. in their lives that would have manipulated a single mom and things could have gone horribly wrong. And there's been moms that have had men in their lives that are terrible people to have in their children's lives that are awful examples or have manipulated the moms and the children. Um, but my husband had great examples of men in his life and he was very blessed. And so he's become, I can't a hundred percent, um, be upset with her because she raised an incredible human being that I've been with Mm -hmm. for 21 years. But, um, I think that for me, what I always say is that what I don't understand, because, you know, you know, you know, my journey a little bit of being a recovered Democrat is I don't understand how you can say things like the, the American values, Going and, and it doesn't have to be a husband and wife. I mean, just the, just having a, a, a cohesive family unit, just being a close family unit where you spend time together, whether it's having going to having dinners together or family vacations or just spending time, quality time together. Like last night, yesterday, we went to my parents' house at the lake and we were on the boat and we had a fire, we, you know, a bonfire and we had dinner with another family, like just stuff like that, not just watching TV and everybody going into their rooms and playing video games. Um, going to church on a regular basis. And again, I'm not a super religious person, but 
um, or um, at work, hard work and ethic and getting doing a hard day's work and getting paid for it. I feel like that stuff, I feel, is is the, one of the reasons why America's in, and it's where it's at, where people are they don't have a sense of belonging, right? They don't have a, they don't have this grounded, they're just kind of floating around and they're just, they're trying to grasp on things and they just don't feel a sense of who they are. Um, but as far as like, I feel like what parents are doing is they're trying to solve all their kids' problems. And I don't know if it has to do with a single mom or anything. Like, I, I don't know what it is because I think there's a mm-hmm. lot of married parents. That I've seen it myself. My daughter got in trouble when she was a freshman in, in high school. We could have gotten her out of trouble. We definitely could have gotten her out of trouble, but we did it because we felt mm-hmm. like you need to learn your lesson. So then you don't do this again, because if we get you out of trouble, then what's to stop you from doing it again, where right. there were married parents that where I liked them as, as mom and dads and they got their kids out of trouble and then their kids effed up again. And I'm like, dude, you're not doing your kids any favors. I think they just felt like almost it was a reflection on them if their kids were in trouble or they were trying to make it better for their kids. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, maybe they, maybe they didn't have it good. Maybe they felt like their kids were too, their parents were too strict and their parents weren't, um, helpful enough or really weren't nice enough, or they wanted to be their parent, their, their kids' friends, and they wanted their kids to like them. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know what the problem is. I, I certainly can't solve it. I've certainly done things wrong as a parent. <laughs> I've certainly have not I done know. everything right, but I will say I almost got emotional about a couple of weeks ago. And again, I, like I said, I could give you a laundry list of things I've done wrong, but my, one of my daughter's friends was doing a college class and she had to ask a, fa- a couple of families questions and she asked me like just some questions. And then she asked my daughter, what are some things that you would do the same or differently than your parents did? Um, and my daughter without, she said, I wouldn't do anything different. My, my mom and dad, I, and it shocked me because listen, we, she's, she's 20 years old and we certainly mm-hmm. have not had a smooth ride all the time. And I thought, wow. So, cause sometimes as a parent, you don't know if you did a good job until later, right? Like right. You're in the, when right. you're in the thick of it, you're like, am I doing this right? And there's days where you're like, wow, I did a good job. And there's days where you're like, what am I doing? And I was like, wow, that, that speaks volumes to me. And I thought, okay, right. that, that this is a good day. I, I feel really good about that. Um, so yeah, I wish I could, I, I'm sure you've heard of helicopter parents. I feel like we have lawnmower parents instead of them hoovering over and, and, you know, I feel like we have parents who just like take care of everybody's problem, all their kids' problems. Pave the way so that they don't have any problems going on. Right. And then no, when the want- kids actually are on their own, they're like, oh my God, yeah, I don't know how to cope. I don't know. How to, I don't know how to deal with life. I want to touch on that. So I was having a conversation this weekend with a friend of mine who's, they have an older kid and he's getting into a lot of trouble and we were talking about this very same thing. And she had mentioned that when we were, so when we were kids, uh, we didn't have, you know, things were so different between now, but kids now and things when we were kids and we were kids, we didn't, you know, we kind of ran the town. We came home and the streetlights came on or, you know, whenever kind of we wanted to, we took ourselves to school. We took ourselves to practice. We did all this. We things, we were in and out of other people's houses all day long. and, And our parents never really even knew where we were. Like we were just out until it was time to come home. And she's like, now, like, I wouldn't let my, you know, I'm not comfortable with my kids going in and out of people's houses and da, 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 da. She's like, cause the world is so different. And I said, well, I want you to think about this now. Is the word really that different? Or are you, are you basically reacting, reacting because of all the shit that you saw as a kid? And, and, you know, or that's being in front of our face on the news that we really, correct. Is it that different? Was, has, was that going on then? And, it was just a different time. And we just, and now that we are aware of what was happening then. So we're reacting now with our own kids, not letting them do the things that, that we would did as kids and, and learn the way that we learned as kids. Because I mean, I saw some shit as a kid that my parents had no idea. Right. And now like to think of my kid going into one of their friends' house, who's a parent I've never met like that. Probably never going to (laughs) happen. Right. never like never like you're not allowed right. to go in anybody's house without you know permission unless i meet somebody right. like because i saw some some of these parents but no. look at you look like, at you no. you're fine though but that's what i'm saying like is that what some of the problem do you think is? right i turned out right. fine right but i'm like i don't know so if I, I and i said i that. struggle with this right because i don't want my kids to have to go through what i went through i want them yeah. to just not need therapy like that's right. it. That's all I want for my children. All right. I want them to grow up and, and be well adjusted. rounded adults. Yeah. 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 Right. No, I think um, 
Yeah, like I don't have, I know some of my friends have, I think it's called 360 or something where they know where their kids are at all times. And sometimes they get beeps. Like I have, I don't have an Apple watch, but they'll get like where their kids are coming and going. And the only thing I have is on Snapchat. Uh, My kids, I have their their location and that's it. Like I don't, and sometimes it's not even updated unless they've been on their Snapchat. Cause I Mm -hmm. thought, you know, listen, my parents didn't have this. I have no idea. They didn't know where I was. Like literally like I had to be home at my curfew. And Mm -hmm. and, and again, with like the cell phones and they couldn't contact me like, Hey, you know, where are you? You're 10 minutes late like mm-hmm. we didn't have that i thought it's part of life i think that and i was gonna do a video on this too we cannot i think we've gotten to a place where we think that we can avoid all negativity and all hardships in life and we just simply mm-hmm. can't and sometimes we grow in the most like most uncomfortable parts of life um like i said my daughter went some, some shit her freshman year and a couple years later when she was in a better place i said to her do you regret you know, some of the things that happened. And she said, she paused and she said, no, cause I really like the person I am. And I don't know if I'd be the person I am if that hadn't yeah. happened. And, and my husband said the same thing, you know, he was raised with uh four, he was a single mom with four kids. His dad left him when he was two for another, uh, he didn't leave him, but he left his mom uh, and him uh, for a woman that was 17 years younger. Um, mm-hmm. And um, uh, she was 17 years old and he was in his thirties. They're still together. But um, he said that he was, I don't wish, I know, that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> he was a police officer. That's yeah, a whole other story. He okay. said, I don't, um, he goes, I don't wish my dad any ill will. And I don't actually have any hate towards him because I like the person I am today. And if he had stayed home, I don't like him as a person. So I don't know who I would be today if he actually had been a part of raising me. So I don't mm-hmm. even hate the man. I know there's a lot of people that hate when the dad leaves and they have all these issues. He goes, I don't because I like who I am. And had he stayed, I don't know if I'd be who I am. So it's a very healthy way of looking at it. But I just that think is. that. Go ahead. No, I said that is. That's a very healthy. Yeah. Way I mean, I thought yeah. I thought when I came in because my parents have been married for 57 years and I'm like, we need to do some healing here. We need to get together with your dad and we need to like and he's like, no, we don't. You know, and I was and he said that I was like, oh, wow, that's actually super healthy. But um, I think that, yeah, I understand like trying to like, don't get me wrong. There are times like, th- I don't know if you saw my video, but that there's that lady who's out to really destroy my family. And she kind of tried to take my boys down last month and called them white supremacists. And um, wait white- a minute, I think I did. I did see this video. Your kid threw up a like- gesture, right? And it was right. Super viral. Yeah. So and when I was growing up, this meant okay. Like, well, it meant okay. A lot of times it was sarcasm, right. like okay, okay. But, but he did it outside it the window. Waste. He did it outside yeah. the window because he was doing a circle game. Like when you go like this, and then they get to punch you if you if you look at it. So like, I've never done that, but uh, oh yeah. So it's like yeah, a big no. thing. So um, so she did a viral po- or not viral. Sorry, she did a post on Facebook, and the only reason I'm bringing it up is so that's what I get. Like when you when you bring him. I got like the mama bear, like, okay, she's been trying to attack me for a year now and my husband, but like when you attack my sons and my family, you know, I get like now, okay, now I need to feel like I need to like step in and and mm-hmm. do something. There's been times where I feel like I've overstepped my boundaries with my kids, not my boundaries, but um, there is times you need to step in, right? When your kids I, are being bullied. I feel like when you, if it's an adult, for sure. Like if, yeah. if you get another, if you get an adult coming in and, and starting shit with your, your kid, who's still a teenager and a dumb one at that, cause we're all dumb teenagers at one mm-hmm. point. That's I do. I feel like then you do have to step in and say, listen, you know, you better hope your mom can fight too. Yeah. <laughs> you can go and go to town right. a little bit. Like I'll let my kids figure it out with the neighborhood kids, but like if yeah. their mom were to come out and start like, you know, if, if they're right. being stupid and she's yelling at them, that's one thing. But if she's kind of come out and just start being a nat, you know, we're right. going to have a conversation. Yeah, I, there's, I think yeah. That's fair. there's times where like, like, I know there's this one, they, there's times where the, the kids, John's like, listen, kids are going to be kids and they, they got to mm-hmm. learn how to stick up to them for themselves. But then there's a difference when someone's getting berated and physically mm-hmm. abused and there's things and then you definitely have to step in. And don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. There's times where I like, like I, my son had, um, had an allergy where his face, um, if he had, he was allergic to aspartame. So if he had anything like, okay. um, 
which I didn't know what aspartame was, but it's, you know, like the it's in like diet Coke and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, like it gives me ocular sugars. seasures. Yeah. yeah it's like the things that when it's it. uh, for sugar free. So it's like, uh, right. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like splendid and stuff. So he came off the bus once and I thought, I go, did you have, he had like these red splotches on his face. So I thought that he had, he wasn't really quiet. And I thought he must've had somebody gave him sugar free gum or something at school. Well, I found out days later that somebody beat him up on the bus. And so they were marks from somebody's hands, but I didn't know that because he's so shy and didn't say anything. Well, obviously mm-hmm. then we called the bus and they had cameras and something happened. So of course, then you have to step in, right? When somebody's getting like physically hurt. See, I don't know. I can remember being, so when, when I was a kid, I just, and this stuck to me. I remember Eric Hoyer came up and I was standing outside the middle school. We were in middle school, right? <laughs> Fifth grade, Eric Hoyer, if you're out here and you're listening, you dick, it was a cheap <laughs> shot, right? I'm talking to Kevin Handy. I turn around oh and Eric. Hoyer, I love how you right, remember the names. That's hilarious. oh, I remember all your motherfucking. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, no, I'm not kidding. I do remember your names, but he came up and just punched me square in the cheek. I was, we were in fifth grade, and I remember being stunned. Like what? Like the, and it was the first time I'd ever been punched like in the face. And then he ran off, and I was like, "You prick!" Like, and I don't remember it hurting, and I don't even think it had a mark. But the, the school had saw it and they called my mom. So I go home and she's like, well, do you want me to interfere or do you want to take care of it yourself? And I distinctly remember being like, I'll take care of myself. It's fine. And then I went to school and then he came up and apologized because thanks, Eric Hoyer, uh, because it was a dick move. But I, I don't my mom never. <laughs> and I can remember my brother got beat up by somebody else. OK, my, so hold my on. parents never stood. OK, up. so would you maybe what, now? That's why, Maybe that's why I'm so. That's what I was going to say. So now if that would have happened to your kid Mm -hmm. and somebody, would you have done something? Absolutely. I would go to their house. As a matter of fact, I have. Okay. So now do you you wish your mom had intervened when you were a kid? No, but my mom as a mom and who I am as a mom are two completely different. Like I had no respect for my mom. Even I can remember Mm. distinctly then in fifth grade, I no respect for the woman. So like, I felt like she would make the situation worse. I swear my kid. He came home and he's like, this kid pushed me down and I don't, I don't remember what happened, but took his cell phone. And I, he had been having issues with this kid for I don't know, months. Right. Yeah. And he had told us and I said, you know what? You got to stand your ground and walk away. Tell, and he's a freshman. He was a freshman. And that day I'm like, you know, fuck that kid. We're gonna get in a car. Like I paid for this phone. This little butt muncher better have it. I swore to the fucking school. I was mad. I'm like, and I, the, it was like a TA or a teacher. This little, she's like, I'm like, where's his phone? This is after I was, she's like, well, so-and-so took it. I said, so you let another student take his phone off his desk after slapping him in the face. So what the hell are you doing here? And she's like, well, I'm like, you better get his mom. Wait, wait, on the and he phone. still and I, had it. And he still had the phone. He still, the kid still had the phone. I'm like, you better get his mom on the phone. And I want her here. I just got 10 minutes before I find out where she lived. And I go to her house and call whoever you knew. I was so fucking mad. And my kid. So, and this is where like, Cause I had my kid really young. And so as far as age wise, we're kind of like, but I looked at him and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, Meh, go fucking beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm about ready to, well, we didn't find in the phone, but I, I, I always get nervous, I, but if I do something like that, it's going to make it worse for my kid. Like the next day, that kid like disappeared off the planet. Okay. Like okay. Alex said, he never saw him again. Like, you know, he must've moved. <laughs> so we didn't right. <laughs> I don't think because again, I didn't have any respect for my mom. I don't think she would have ever done it. Mm. She would have made the situation worse, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, I feel like like with I mean, I wasn't a dick about it, but I was stern about it. And I was like, what are, what kind of champ show are you running here? And right. I do the social media thing too, when and they all kind of knew it at this point. It was like, I'll blow this shit up. <laughs> like right. I'll, I'll blast right. this whole school. Right, right, but right, right, right. I feel like I'm a different mom than my mom was i feel like my kids have a lot of respect i i believe for for me and and my husband they don't there's not a lot of talking back there's not a lot they'll use the f word whenever they think they can get away with it but they don't <laughs> i see the way some of these kids talk to their parents and i'm like i'm ready to smack you like you yeah. little turd you don't talk yeah. to your mom that way right 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 i don't know i don't know but i get it because i was the same way to my mom she just i I just never I, rem- I remember never having that kind of respect for her where 
It's so interesting because so I have three. So it's three girls in my family, and my sis, mm-hmm. oldest sister. I'm the youngest of three. My oldest sister put my my parents to the ringer. Like it, it, she got into a lot of trouble. And then by the time I I was pretty innocent, not innocent, but compared to my other sister, I was nothing. Like what I did was nothing. So they were pretty lenient. And I think by that time, I they were pretty burnt out by the time I came through high school. So they were pretty kind of let me mm-hmm. do what I wanted to do. And I really mm-hmm. wasn't. I was pretty much the DD all the time. So they were they're pretty fine with what I was doing and I did really well in school and was very involved. So I didn't really care. But mm-hmm. what's funny is my sister raises her kids completely different. And I think it's really interesting because my mom's like, you turned out really, really well, like what you do for a living and and, and what you do. And she you're raising your kids completely different. So maybe I, what I did wasn't bad, you know, right. like, why are you raising your kids so different? Because obviously I did a pretty good job of raising you. So maybe mm-hmm. you should have like still done that. Oh, that my mom calls them the gypsies because there's no sleeping. There's no um, curfew. There's no like bedtime. They sometimes sleep, all sleep in the same bed there. It's just, it's, it's a chaos. It's like literally, I don't know. They've, they've missed so many flights. Like when they, they travel a lot and they miss flights. Like, it's just like, I, I could, I couldn't live in that chaos. Like it's insane. And that's fine for them. Like, I have no judgment mm-hmm. on that. I just said, it's just interesting. Like how you talked about how, like you turned out great. And then we do things differently just because we didn't, maybe that wasn't a good idea. Like I, I just, I know, like you said, I mean, my mom doesn't know everything that I saw or did, but I turned out pretty great. So, I mean, I, there's think, def- I think maybe I'm trying to be the mom that I wish I would have had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I and, and that. I think that's, that's a lot of us that, cause yeah. if I had, the mom, if my mom was somebody that I looked up to then, like I'm pretty, co- I'm not, I'm not being cocky. I'm pretty sure my kids look up to us to a certain extent. Like they come to us when things get too much, like they can trust us. Like they yeah. come to us when they got problems. I never went yeah. to my parents with problems Yeah, ever. I just handled my shit because they couldn't, they wouldn't do anything or couldn't do anything or whatever. But I, I feel like I'm, I think, and I think that's a lot of them. And then maybe that's your sister or you too. Like, uh, you're trying to be the mom that you maybe needed when you were a kid. And maybe that's why yeah. the, the parenting diff- uh, styles are so different. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely, yeah. My, my, so I have two boys and a girl. My daughter and I are very, very close. Now that she's older, I say now we can be friends. Cause I was very clear. Like we are not friends. Like I'm, right. you're, I'm your only mom. So I'm your mom. And now mm-hmm. that she's older, I said, now we can be friends. And, um, but we are, I, I do things a little different, but definitely not completely different. Um, but it's a, it's hard, a little different because my husband didn't have a dad around. So, mm-hmm. and he grew up completely different than me. Like I was, I want I hate the word privileged because it always mm-hmm. has connotation with white, but I mean, like he grew up on the other side of the tracks than I did. Mm-hmm. And so his perspective, like, I feel like we live paycheck to paycheck, which we don't, but he feels like we're really rich. <laughs> so like, cause he grew b- below the poverty level and, right. um, I did not. And so it's just that, that in itself was a little different, but, um, mm-hmm. and it's going to be father's day tomorrow. And then I think that it's apropos to say that he is an absolutely amazing father. And uh, obviously as you, you and I probably can both say, like we said before, both of us, as a, a my myself and him have not done everything perfect as a husband or wife or a mom or a dad, but I couldn't ask for a better father for for my children. Um, but it's, it's interesting how what a great father he is, even though he did not have a great father himself. And it can go both ways, right? Like you could be a great father because you didn't have one, and like you said, you wanted to be, you wanted to be the father that he didn't have, or right. you could be a shitty father because you didn't have a good example, and so then, then hence you were also kind of like if you were abused and then you become an abuser. Or the right. opposite, you were abused, so you will not do that. It's almost like those people who grew, grew up with hoarders, they become a hoarder or they became almost the exact opposite where they were like simplistic and they don't want anything. Right? That's me. Right. Yeah, my mom, Mother Shabrick was was kind of a hoarder of things. She loved to do like trash type. And we always had shit and we always had bugs. And I have been like to the point where I sought therapy for some of it because I, I was super like everything in its place and everything had to be clean. I was almost OCD about it. Um, I worked on it a lot because obviously you have a bunch of kids. That's impossible. And it's tiring. Oh. Like you just can't keep that shit up. Like, <laughs> I call it brushing your teeth while eating Oreos. Like, yeah, it's that's ridiculous. just pointless. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But I, I did. I swung. And we all well, we talked about the shit. Like extremes to either side are never good. So and I feel like we found a really good balance. But I still refuse to go to thrift stores. I, I don't really go to Goodwill. I did for the TikTok trailer park. But then I washed everything in bleach. And then, I, you know, because like 
<laughs> I am still so super weird about anything used, like anything used, really. I, I don't. And I think it a lot to do with that. And my kids are, I don't know, they're kind of all messy. Well, I got one kid that's pretty clean. I got one that's super messy. And then I got one that's 20, so it doesn't really matter. He can keep shit how he wants to. But <laughs> so it's interesting. And my husband, again, kind of the same way, like he grew up very, he never had a house growing up. They lived in apartments. Um, and we did have a house, but it, the house, I mean, like my home life was kind of a, a trashy mess. And so it never bothered me to live in an apartment or to live in, but when we bought our house together, I didn't understand. That was so huge for him. Like he, he didn't even know what to think. Like he owned something like this. And, mm. uh, it was very interesting. Mm -hmm. And then he parents very much the same way that, you know, he's kind of the parent that he wanted as a kid that he didn't have. And so I, it is, I think it's very interesting how it all fell together. I think um, um, I asked my mom once because I said, uh, how do you, how do you, before I met my husband, I'm like, how do you know, like, who's the right person? Like, I, I don't know if I ever, I don't know if I ever felt like there's one soulmate. Like, I don't know if I ever felt that way. Um, but they make it, I think in the movies and in the in TV, they make it seem like there's one person and you have to find right. that one person. Right. Um, and she said, if your morals and ethics and values are the same, that's the core. And it doesn't necessarily mean religion, right? Or um, it doesn't have to be politics. But if your ethics and values and morals are the same, that's like the, the, and I was like, that's really interesting. And I think even though my husband and I were raised very different and I was Lutheran and he was Catholic and he's, I was Democrat, he was a libertarian, like our core values were the same of how we wanted to raise our kids and how we wanted to live. Um, and what was important to us was the same. And I think, if, and that's, and everybody's is different and no one has to be the same, but that's why it worked. And that's why it still works. I have to tell you this. We were, we were in uh, Louisville, Kentucky this last weekend with my husband's college friends and their wives. And they all went to college together and I did not go to college with them, but they've really um, let me into their fold. And I feel like I'm part of them. Yeah. And we were all hanging out the first night and I, we were sitting there and I go, <laughs> go when's your we were all june anniversaries and i said when's your anniversary and melissa said hers and i said when's your anniversary and aaron says hers and they're like when's yours and i go june 9th and they go that's today and i go oh yeah <laughs> no we're terrible about that yeah oh i forget wait i forget Every year. I oh my God. What about this? It's terrible. And my husband, and we laughed. I go look to my husband. He looked at me and I was like, happy anniversary. And he goes, hey. Hey. and he goes, you know, we just, we celebrate our anniversary every day. So we treat each other like it's our anniversary every day. And we're like, yeah, mm -hmm. I felt terrible because some people make such, I, like I didn't do a face, you know, everybody makes a Facebook post like happy anniversary to the love of my right. life. Da, da, da. And I didn't. Yeah. Oops. Like I don't do. We, I used to be set. I think I thought about this too. when I was mowing my lawn interesting but because we we do the same thing i don't remember father's day i almost forgot i've forgotten birthday. he forgets my birthday all the time he's been really good about it the last couple years but then the last couple of years i fell off like i don't remember shit but i feel like when you get like when you're first like when you're younger all that stuff's really important but then as you get older especially if you're growing older with the same person mm -hmm. it's just not like right. it's it, to me it's just not like birthdays like if you forget it that's not gonna hurt my feelings if you remember great Let's have cake. Like, I, I feel like you lose as you get older, maybe. And I don't know if that's just because other things start to take priority or or what. But I can okay. remember when that was a huge deal. Like, if he forgot my birthday, I would be mad. So upset. Yeah. Oh, okay. my God. And now, so, like, I don't even remember my own birthday. So for Father's Day tomorrow, mm -hmm. this is this is good. This is um. Do you have presents for him or do your kids have presents for him? Have, or have you reminded your kids that it's Father's Day? Like, how do you guys do that? Um, They made him a card before. We just got back from vacation. Yeah. So the vacation was kind of his Father's Day. We're going to, we usually do like food, like to celebrate different things. So special foods. So we're going to do a, a Boston butt and we're going to make a whole dinner with salads and, and all kinds of stuff. Okay. And then we're going to have a dinner. Um, No, on the present, I didn't really, uh, we're going to get him a charcoal grill. Okay. Just probably not tomorrow because we just got back. Yeah. Um, and I used to be really weird about that too. Like I would spend hours trying to find the right present and you know, I don't know. And I just stopped after a while. <laughs> just, yeah. I just never really, that was just, I don't know why. I'd, no, I, I get it. No, cause it like he's not my dad. Right. Right. But he's the father of my children I, and I wouldn't have right. them without him. So it's always been like, what do you do? Other people do things differently, but so what we've done, so this last mother's day, my husband's like, you know what? I'm going to see if the kids 
do anything like do anything mm -hmm. on their own and my daughter did she did she gave me up she had work she had to work on mother's day so she brought me a present earlier she was great my sons mm -hmm. did nothing nothing <laughs> nothing my and kid my, made me a tiktok oh my <laughs> hey that's actually there's a lot you know hey this day and age that's actually like probably sweet. very sweet you know mm -hmm. like a snapchat very like sweet. happy mother's day to my mom or whatever yeah. And then this this year for Father's Day, I didn't say anything to my kids because I was like, you know what? They didn't do anything for me for Mother's Day. Why the heck am I? So one of my best friends and I and our, our families, like I said, on Friday, we got together and I texted her and I said, do you want, should we do anything for the dads on Friday for Father's Day? And she called me and she's like, they didn't do anything for us for Mother's Day. Why are we doing Maybe anything for, it. and I was like... Yeah. I go, yeah, you could go, you could do the perspective. Well, treat people like you want to be treated, but like, yeah, that's like, I've been doing this my, our whole, like mother, mm -hmm. mothers do that. Right. Like I'm kind of sick of doing, like, I remember two years ago <laughs> I got for mother's day. I'm not kidding. And then none of them had talked to each other. I'd gotten mm -hmm. a pillow from my youngest with pictures of him and I, a pillow, which is fine. I mean, it's cute Aww. and all, but like, I don't need another yeah. pillow, but whatever there's pillows. Whatever. I got, <laughs> I got a blanket with my daughter with pictures of her and I, and then I got a puzzle from my son. I love puzzles with pictures of him and I again, super sweet. Mm -hmm. But what kids don't realize is how about you give me a gift that something that I like, again, it's a picture of them and I, right. Which is very sweet, <laughs> like, Cause I am their mother, but like, right. it's always about you and I, like, I'm always doing right. things for you. Like, how mm -hmm. about you give me something that's literally just for me? Mm -hmm. Cause I gave birth. I created you and gave birth to you. Like, how about like, something that I could only use or like, I don't, mm -hmm. it was, it was very sweet. And so then last year when my, that was two years ago, last year when my husband said, Hey guys, it's Mother's Day this weekend. How about we get mom something that doesn't have your face on it? Like, <laughs> like, but yeah, this year they gave me nothing. So I'm like, I don't know, maybe I would prefer to have something with my face and their right. face on it, but whatever. I think, and I think that's kind of where it was too. Cause it, it used to be such a big deal to me and that there was, and it wasn't a big deal to him when we first started, like the Mother's Day stuff and the birthdays and, um, so I would, I, I kept being disappointed like every single time, you know what I'm right. saying? Or it would be right. very similar to your experience where they've given something kind of like, for them, but kind of right. for me. Right. It's like, and it's so I, and I just, I hate the feeling of being disappointed. So then I just stopped. Right. And because I would pour, and if so I want something, I'll get it for myself. I'll give myself this. For well, and that's, that's kind of what it turned into. And so like, I don't care if you give me anything for mother's day or not. And now the tables have kind of flipped and he, you know, he's kind of started getting me things and I'm like, I appreciate it, but you know, you don't have to do this. Like, you know, we're kind of just over this. Like, I feel like, right. Right. right, right Shannon. Right, hello. Right. And I think that's kind of, uh, again, I think as you get older, it just, I don't know. Yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't matter to me anymore. Like I love the, I, I love that we make a big special dinner for these occasions and we all eat, you know, we eat something different. That time isn't always on, yeah. And just yeah. hang out and do whatever. Uh, we don't necessarily have to have gifts or anything like that. So, but my girl, we are right at our hour. Do you want to leave everybody with something before we call it a night? Oh God, you should have told me, you should have told me something. I did this last, I, a... I gotta like say something like super profound, like Joe Biden. Oh, can't write yeah. That's like, be, yeah, did you see that? What the hell right now? Say what something is going really on funny. in our country? I cannot even believe that that ass hat's running things. Come on. I do have to say like, it is a little like <laughs> that, that his, his approval rating is the worst it's ever been since the documentation of approval ratings. Like that's a little heartening. Like, okay. Where's people, Jimmy Carter? I mean, bad. So, I think that well, the man. writing is on the wall. I think probably this whole, and I don't want to talk about, we obviously don't have time for this, but the whole January 6th thing and people, people yeah. not even watching it. And like MSN people are like, so not interested. I'm more, people are more interested in trying to feed their family and like, and trying to pay for gas then like i don't no one gives a shit like let's just not i, I think they're purposely doing it right now because they did they, they tried the blm protest they tried they're doing this right now to, to get attention away from like they want to negative stuff on the republicans so then maybe mm -hmm. it'll affect the midterms like i don't know about you but when i voted for the midterms um when I went to the ballots, they, they were running out of ballots because so many people were coming in to vote that they don't usually vote. Same. I think people are very unhappy. Yep. And I there see was, this as a there was thing. lines all around the block of here in Cowtown yeah. down here at the city hall. And it, they had, they had record turnout for the midterms. Yeah. I think it's so, just their ditch the efforts. I, I certainly hope that we're not going to see some, a rise in, you know, like the, the BLM stuff, the protests, the, the any more negativity because, and them trying to manipulate people to do things to, 
to get them to vote Republican or get them to vote Democrat because I just hopefully people have opened their eyes and they're so disappointed in this current administration. It's been the longest what is it, 19 months at this point in my life, like, and I've been pregnant three times, like, I honestly, like, oh. It's been a long, There's been so much damage, and I understand Mm -hmm. that the president doesn't set gas prices, but his decisions make, do influence that, and I am so tired of them not having any sort of self-reflection. I mean, they they obviously know they have, they've done stuff, they just can't take any ownership of what's happened, and I'm tired of us giving $50 billion to other company, other countries and not helping out our own people who are literally, there are people who cannot fill up their gas tanks all the way because they can't afford it. Like this is getting really dire. Like it, it, it is that people aren't talking about it. MSM isn't talking about it. It's there's a tampon shortage now. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is, this is I mean, the baby formula, I thought people get up, this is you're feeding your, your babies. Like mm-hmm. at what point are we not like, going to hold some people accountable. And I think, and maybe we will, maybe, you know, with the voting people will. So I, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. You know, I used to think, but I, I, as I, know. I, just mean, as I sit and watch this all unfold and I s- still <laughs> see people on Twitter who are like, thank you, Joe Biden for being the president that we, I just want to punch. I don't know. Need, you you know. gotta be a bot. Like this can't be real. This cannot be real. It cost me a hundred dollars to fill up my Explorer. My For little like, Explorer. It used to cost thirty. No, one hundred and thirty dollars. I have a, I drive a Navigator, so I realize it's. Yeah. A, you know, I get it, but like $130. I'm like, this is yeah. it's sick to my stomach. Like for, for the press secretary to say that historically we're the best, like people have more in their savings. I'm like, I don't, at this point, I feel like we're in this huge double dare game. Like say this, say this, like, or do this, do this and see, and see if you can get away with it. Cause I'm like, are we allowing, I'm just tired of us allowing people to get away with saying and doing things at this point. Like we've got to hold people yeah. accountable. This is getting yeah. ridiculous. Well, and we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it at the polls, and that's why I, I was glad to see record turnout. I was glad yeah. to see um, that the what's her name in Texas won for the first time, like for the first time, and I don't like 150 Texas. years. Yeah, yeah. Turn that shit red. And the thing like, and I, I hate crazy. that this is red and blue, but at this point, like I, I don't trust any Democrat. I don't trust a lot of Republicans either, but republican yeah, the the whole democrat thing the, the the liberal that's done like it's done and if that means we have to red wave everything in order right. to get m- more center people then that's exactly what we're gonna right. do i'm, I'm like, sorry not sorry yeah not sorry even a little bit right but ma'am that's all i got for tonight right. i love your face you guys thank you so much for being here we love your faces too ban shannon and scott good hello i hope you guys have the great rest of your night tonight is saturday meaning tomorrow is sunday which we're off Mother's tomorrow day. and so Father's Day tomorrow. So happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. This is not special people's day. I saw that. We're not doing that. Okay. It's not single mother awareness day. <laughs> Jesus. Just let, let them have their have, day. Let them have their Talk day. Talk about inclusivity. Okay? Let them have their day. Blessed be. So happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. So I will see you again Monday night with conservative Texan. We're going to talk about politics because <laughs> why not? Maybe we'll play some videos. We'll see. We'll kind of see where everything's at. And Party of Logic, again, thank you so much for coming out. And you guys, thank you so much for being here. We love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mama says hi and watch out for all them deer. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.